sorry, are you shutting the door on us? Because that's not subtle. We will persist. Another Too Many Flicks review, uh, and this time we're reviewing what's the movie, Anne? Booksmart. All right, directed by Olivia Wilde. Let me give you uh, a little synopsis of Booksmart real quick before we dive in. On the eve of their high school graduation, two academic superstars and best friends realize they should have worked less and played more. Determined not to fall short of their peers, the Girls try to cram four years of fun into one night. Now, we're going to give you some pros, some cons, and then we're going to rate it if it's the first time you're listening to one of our reviews. Now, I'm Ben. I'm Ann. And let's get started. Ann, you want to uh, dive in here with uh, any of your pros, any things that you absolutely loved, you, you raved about during this movie? You want to get us cracking? Sure thing. My biggest pro about this movie is just the fact that it constantly subverts expectations. Where you think it's going to zig, it zags. Every stereotype, it turns on its head. It doesn't, it doesn't try to put anybody into a box. Everybody is their own individual, and it makes for a very interesting story. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It definitely doesn't go along to where you think it will that's one of my pros as well it just subverts expectations and that what makes and that is what makes this movie phenomenal in my own personal opinion there are several instances where you're like oh i've seen this trope i recognize this trope they're probably Mm going to go around this way and they completely go a different way and it leaves you as the viewer on the edge of your seat wondering like oh i wonder what's going to happen next like i don't know this premise seems familiar but it's fresh. So it's a familiar premise with freshness in the middle of, it's like a, a fresh sandwich almost. Yeah, it's it's not your stereotypical teen party movie. Like if you're used to like American Pie type shit, like this isn't that. It's, you know, throws out all the boring stale misogyny and does something cool and new. Yeah, this movie has drawn a lot of parallels to Superbad, but I can tell you right now it's, leaps and bounds better and i know that's a tall task but it does what Superbad didn't do Superbad hasn't aged well and it is problematic and it leaves out all of those problematic formulas subverts that creates this new formula while having some of the same the same coding on it like some of the structure is very much the same but it's so again i will say this again so very fresh and so very new um, which is something I really liked. And a lot of that leads me to my next pro is the dialogue. A lot of that can be taken with the dialogue. How on the, not on the nose, but how crisp and and quick-witted everything is. There isn't one joke that just doesn't work. They all kind of work. And there are some jokes that might be slightly weaker than the others, but they still work within the format, and I really, really appreciate a perfectly placed and timed joke. I agree, and bouncing off of that, um, the dialogue helps create these 
really dynamic characters. Almost all of them, I feel like that's somebody that I've met before. They were just very realistic, but not in a boring way, in a way that's like, oh yeah, I know, I know people who do that, but it, at the same time, still subverting a lot of stereotypes and tropes. Like, I, I just, it's wild to me that they pulled off all this at once. That they pulled off all this at once. Yeah, it was, the team of writers must have just had a blast with this, because you can tell everyone was having fun, genuinely having fun with this process, and it showed through their work, and I commend everyone, the writers and the actors, which brings me to my next pro, who elevate the dialogue even more. Uh, any other pros that you might have, uh, Anne? No, you can go ahead with where you were headed. Okay, uh, the next pro I have is the cinematography. Yep, the cinematography, you heard me correctly. Why I mentioned this in a comedy. Okay, so some of the shots are standard comedy shots, not anything too intricate, which isn't to say that the movie is bad. But there's one particular scene when the two best friends were having an argument where there's just one shot that the camera just sways back and forth on each of them. There isn't these crazy reaction shots. It's not heavily edited and produced. It's just one long shot of them yelling at each other. And you can feel the intensity between that. None of it is lost because they don't have unnecessary cutting and editing in there. There isn't even really any music. It's just them. The camera just lets them live and lets the characters breathe. And that's one of the reasons why one of my favorite things a filmmaker does is just let the camera roll and let the realness and the moment exist and don't try to manufacture something that's not there. And they do it so very well in this scene. And it really made me smile. Like, obviously it was nerve wracking and very sad that they were having this argument, but the film guy in me, the actor in me was just like, oh, they must have had so much fun just diving into this and not having to like, probably do it several times obviously probably had to like rehearse it because it is one shot but almost like a theater moment where they're just living in the moment and it was great yeah i mean and to piggyback off of that that argument was so earned like we built up to that bit by bit throughout the story like because as much as we're so on the side of both of these characters and we want them to have fun and we want them to do this this and that and we think it's so unfair that like you know, they work so hard and these other kids didn't. At the same time, they plant seeds where it's like, okay, well, these girls aren't perfect. They're, they're making big mistakes like everybody else. They've done and said problematic things. Even engages in slut-shaming in the very beginning of the film. And her friend kind of calls her out and it, it mostly slides by and you just kind of don't think about it. But... All that stuff gets payoffs in the end. The main the main protagonist, Molly, all of these things, all of the seeds that they plant sprout by the end. There's no there's no loose ends in this film. Everything ties up and not in a neat like annoying way, but in a way that makes sense story-wise. And I also like to commend those actors too, these young actors, uh, Caitlin Devers and Beanie Philstein. Yep, I completely and totally agree with that statement. We're pretty much on the same page for this movie. We just all around flat out loved it. There are very few flaws, but I would like to go, out, go ahead and give a shout out to the cinematographer Jason McCormick. 
A lot of cinematographers don't get any love. That's something I want to do more often of when we're reviewing these and also in our podcast. But Jason McCormick's cinematography, along with Olivia Wilde's direction, just blended well beautifully. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to put that out there. But yeah, also, let's mention the soundtrack, too. The soundtrack was fucking flame. A lot of great artists. So many. Like, a a lot of artists that I just listened to on my own, like Kelly 47 they had Lizzo in there. You can tell the plan is forming in her brain. That's when I was fully invested. Yeah, at one point I'm like, oh, I hope this isn't like any other standard ass comedy. But then again, like when those when those wheels start turning, then everything just picks up and and the words are just lifted up off the page. And I really appreciated that. They were fantastic. Their chemistry was perfect and spot on, and also the representation in the queer community was great. But we are still on weaknesses. <laughs> it's so hard because we're trying to like come up with weaknesses and then we end up slipping into the pros. I know because uh, at the same time, I'm still thinking about um, Skylar uh, Gisando's performance. He played Jared. He was spectacular. Yeah, it was on point and perfectly placed too. There wasn't a song that was just in there and you were like, why? You guys are making this is a stretch like i don't care for this at all nope it was great it worked really well they must have had a lot of fun in the editing room so that's one of our key words fun you could just tell it was fun and love and care into this entire work now that brings us to our next point the cons something that we might have found that was lacking or a weak point in the movie there aren't that many it is hard to review a movie that is really, 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 really good. But uh, we're going to go ahead and try to come up with maybe not bad things, but things where we could have had more of or less of. Yeah, this was a tough one. Yeah. I will mention this, that the uh, the pacing, and that's when, I'm, when I have nothing else to go on to, if a movie is doing really well and I don't dislike it at all, I'll look at the pacing, and nine times out of ten, there's something in a movie the pacing is kind of off. That's just very nitpicky. The beginning pacing was just like a little bit like, oh, okay, we, like uh, the first three minutes. Uh, Would have liked it to be more on, but that could just be because they were building to something great. So, uh, fuck if I know. That's one well, of the nitpicky things. I, I agree with that. I felt like there was such a build-up to graduation i just kind of wanted a little bit more afterwards just a little bit more they had a really cute scene at the end but it just felt like it cut off so fast and that might just be because i loved it so much so i don't know if that's a totally fair criticism but i just kind of wanted to see a little bit more yeah i would have liked just a little bit more too that's a good thing i wanted more i didn't need less just a small criticism a little more would have been great maybe one extra scene that fully developed all these characters which are already pretty much developed and you are with them regardless that's just me being selfish i think yeah i want more from these characters um yeah and the pacing was a bit off you really didn't get and i said two to three minutes but it's more like five minutes you're like, okay, okay, so where are we going? Oh, okay, now we're on the ball. This is a moment. This is the moment where the objectives have been set. And you see it trickle in 
the lead character's brain. And you're yeah, like, there was okay, that now one was... scene. There, like up up until that one scene, it, I was definitely a little hesitant. But when they hit that scene where you, he was just he was just so lovable. Like normally, I would in any other movie, you're set up to hate the rich kid that tries to buy friendship. But like, I felt bad for him. And like, it was actually really cute. And you could just tell that it had to do with his upbringing, just like the writing and the performance of that whole character was fantastic. Not to, not to uh, foray back into prose, but it's inevitable. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so there is a scene where a I'm not gonna tell you who a teacher sleeps with a student. Granted, the student did stay back a couple of times and is 20 and is technically legal. I could have done without it. I know it's supposed to subvert the, the trope of, like, the older male teacher uh, doing that. And and it's being viewed as hilarious, but it is kind of gross. Yeah, it was it, creepy. Yeah, it was a little weird. And Anne brought up a point saying, well, maybe that was their intention to make it a little weird. But I don't know. I just don't like to have to guess and be like, well, I don't... It just... All this shit going on with students and teachers getting together, it just would have been better. It, it The movie could could be great without it. That's the right. same. And like a lot of women teachers do that too. People forget that, that a lot of women teachers are predators. Right. And it just, it was, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, so it, we didn't need it. That's a, again, a, a small bit of criticism. Also, this bothers me in most movies that involve high schools. That That's not a high school. I've never... Unless they're, they were in California, though, right? Yeah. So maybe high schools in California are extraordinarily liberal, but... This is hilarious, though, because I went to an all-girl Catholic high school, and I kept turning to Ben, and I was like, is this what public school is like? And he's like, no. Not at all. No, it's not like... It's not a lawless land where you just do whatever the fuck you want. And I just accepted it. I was like, oh, this must be what public school right, is like. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, we, I've seen some crazy shit in high school, but, like, it's never been like, woo, the end of school. Let's throw water balloons and confetti in the air and let's do whatever the fuck we want. Let's drive our fucking car into graduation. It's like, okay. Like, okay, yeah, it is a comedy. Everything is heightened. I understand that, but I would like one of these movies to have a grounded high school. I think one of the best high school was I've seen was in like um Oh, God damn it. Um, 21 Jump Street. and twenty. Uh, yeah, 21 Jump oh, Street has one of yeah, the best yeah, yeah. Uh, emulations of a high school I've ever seen on screen. Great job for them. This one was a little bit obviously heightened because of the co- for comedy's sake and how crazy kids can be. But I think it could have been just as funny if it was grounded. And I think actual environments pertaining to high schools are funny. You don't have to add that heightened, <laughs> that you know, craziness and chaoticness well, to it. Well, you know what did bring it down to realism just a bit was the fact that the principal Ubers on the side. That's true. That's <laughs> which hella is so true. sad, but so realistic. Yeah, yeah. No, principals probably don't make that much money. And he's out Ubering teachers. his students on like weekends. That's really sad. That's funny, but like really sad. Like we pay athletes millions of dollars to shoot a ball in a hoop but the teachers who like educate our youth which is a very important job get paid dirt shit yeah fuck that and if you're a teacher listening like props to you 
But that that's about all we have, unless you have anything else. Those are very few things. No, very few things. Um, the only thing I'll say is just, you know, if you can and are able, definitely see this in theaters. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> you know, support women directors, women writers, and actors. All right, that leads us to our rating system. And usually the rating system has something to do with the movies. And we do it out of five. Whatever movie we're reviewing, maybe a saying or a thing, a person, place, or a thing that happened in the movie, we'll go ahead and use that as a system. So we're going to use pandas. And you're like, what is that? You got to watch the fucking movie and know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> so out of five pandas, and what do you rate Book Smart? I typically try to be kind of not too nice about my rating system. I'm pretty picky about it, but I'm actually going to go with five on this one. Five out of five pandas. Yeah, because Fantastic. it just, oh my God, it just made me laugh the whole time. So here's the thing. I have a tendency to be kind of an uptight person. You may have noticed, Ben. Have you noticed? Uh, not at all. <laughs> but... <laughs> And for years, I convinced myself that, like, yeah, I'm not into these, like, goofy comedies and stuff. And this movie completely changed my mind about it. I had so much fun. It felt like it was finally one of these, you know, crazy wild ride comedies that was aimed at someone like me. And I don't really get that. It, you know, this shit usually has a lot of misogyny. It has a lot of slut shaming. And, you know, they'll try, sometimes try to have feminist themes, but fall short. And it finally felt like something that I could guiltlessly laugh at and enjoy and feel represented in. Yeah. And also just the, um, the queer representation, like as a bi woman, I just really enjoyed seeing that and have it not be sensationalized and like, ugh. There's like a an almost sex scene in there that's just like adorable. Like it's it's you know full of stumbling and it's really cute. I just like that you know the lesbians in this aren't over sexualized. Like everything is just so carefully and lovingly done. Yep, great points and fantastic points. Uh, I will give this movie. Four point eight pandas. <laughs> yep, it's so we're it so it's it's missing the eye. It's missing an eye. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Another reference, guys. You gotta watch. You it. Gotta watch the fucking movie. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it's a damn near perfect movie. I, 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 only reason I can't give it five. I'm gonna be kind of hard with giving any movies five. Is sure, most sure. movies have some flaws. Absolutely. Um, and that's personally for me. But yeah, definitely we both recommend you seeing this and supporting this movie. It's not doing the greatest at the box office, and it's not because the movie sucks at all. No, the movie is fantastic. Amazing. You will have a great time. With all these blockbusters going out, you want to just go to the movies, relax, and have a fucking fun time with great messages of friendship and love and queer. Watch this fucking movie. Do yourself a favor. You will not be disappointed. You might be disappointed with Godzilla, King of Monsters. <laughs> you might be disappointed with another fucking blow-up movie or whatever with action and explosions, but you won't be disappointed with this. This is a great time. It's adorable. And then if you really want to watch those other movies, go ahead and sneak it in. You know, or pay. <laughs> 
You should probably We pay. recommend paying at Too Many Flakes. But we ain't gonna tell nobody. We ain't not snitches on Too Many Flakes. No. Right. Do you. All right. Well, that wraps up our book smart review. Again, go and see it. But uh, in the meantime, where can people find you, Anne? You can find me on Twitter at Anne from the Shy. Know, spewing some hot takes and getting some men angry. Uh, how about you, Ben? You can find me on Twitter at btjenkins91, and you can find Too Many Flicks at, at Too Many Flicks. That's the number two and the X at the end on any social media platform. And remember, we're Too Many Flicks, and we watch all the flicks. So you don't have to. All right, keep it classy.